Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. If you're loving what you're hearing on the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, go out, tell two friends today about the show, or send me a review on iTunes. I'd love to get your feedback. Why keep all this goodness to yourself? Spread the love around. On today's episode, we're going to slow things down. Often in this fast-paced world, with a short attention span, we only see a very small snapshot of what's really happening. When you turn on the television news, you'll see a nine-second segment of Federal Reserve Chairman Powell's testimony in front of the U.S. Congressional Committee. We're talking nine seconds out of a two-hour hearing. There's no way any nine-second segment taken at random in those two hours can be an accurate representation of the full two hours. So today I want to introduce you to a concept that's not new in the world of cinematography, but it might be a first on a real estate podcast. On a podcast, we don't have the benefit of visual aids. So I want you to close your eyes and imagine a beautiful scenery of a mountain panorama. It's a big blue sky. There are the snow-capped mountain peaks. There's the valley down below. To start with, we're looking at a single panoramic image, a single snapshot in time. Now we're going to do an upgrade in technology and go to live motion video. Whether the video is shot at 30 frames per second or 60 frames per second, very little changes from one minute to the next. After about 20 seconds, we're starting to get bored. Your attention starting to wander and you're easily distracted. But imagine for a moment if the cinematographer left the camera in place over several months and shot one frame every 10 minutes. By animating those individual images into a time-lapse sequence over a longer period of time, you see the movement of the clouds. You see the change of color from dawn through midday until dusk. You see the change of the seasons. You see the weather storms coming through and attacking the mountain peaks with great fury. A time-lapse sequence gives you a completely different perspective than a still image or even a live video stream, and it's riveting. Time-lapse photography was invented by Louis Schwartzberg. He's a New Yorker who moved to Los Angeles to attend UCLA. And early in his career, he did not really set out to develop time-lapse photography. As a starving student, he didn't have a lot of money. He just wanted to capture high-quality images. By shooting a single frame every 20 minutes, he could make a four-minute roll of film last a lot longer. He did it because he was trying to be cheap. Little did he know he was going to invent an entirely new way of looking at the world. Now, if time-lapse photography can be more effective at seeing a flower open from a closed bud to a full-blown blossom or the morning sunrise on a beach, what else can this technique be applied to? Could time-lapse photography be potentially applied to a set of financial statements? What would time-lapse photography tell you about a company's bank account? What would time-lapse photography tell you about hotel occupancy or traffic patterns on the freeway or the number of cars in your parking lot? If you take any meaningful variable and animate it over time, it gives you a different perspective than taking a single snapshot at a single point in time. For example, I've had many debates with project managers about how a construction project needs to take a certain amount of time. But when you take the actual footage of a construction site using time-lapse photography, it's obvious that the number one activity on the construction site is, wait for it now, you guessed it, absolutely nothing. A construction site consists of long periods of nothing followed by bursts of activity. But before you can see through the lens of time-lapse, you have to be willing to slow things down and look at thousands of snapshots sped up through the animation to get the perspective over that longer period of time. 
Here's a way that I routinely apply this technology in my life. Now, the tools aren't very sophisticated, but when my wife and I travel to go on vacation, we'll look at the weather history for that particular destination at those same dates, last year, the year before. We will go back and look through 20 years of weather history to see what happened over the last 20 years before making a decision what to bring with us in our suitcase. It's a way of applying time-lapse photography thinking, even though the time-lapse photography technology doesn't apply for that specific variable. So I have a question for you. What processes in your life are you failing to see because you don't have access to time-lapse technology? And even if you don't have access to the technology, what different perspective could you attain by taking a look at multiple snapshots in time over an extended period of time? As you're thinking about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.